Thank you all for checking in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM or with your texts or phone calls at 702-364-9400. How you doing this morning? Not bad, not bad. Uh, you know, all things considered, yesterday just, I mean, just what an awful day it was yeah. yesterday. It was, I mean, where do you go from what happened yesterday to today? It's just such a somber, sad day yesterday. It still is right now. It's just unbelievable. Just uh, talking about the uh, the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, Um it, the, the the numbers just keep growing mm. and it's they're so I'm sure everyone's feeling a conflict of emotions, sadness, anger, frustration. Uh, yesterday I was uh, we were having dinner and I was my daughters hadn't heard and I was telling them and I just broke down like I just can't even imagine what the parents in that community uh, are feeling um, that just have lost their children and sent them to school to where they're supposed to be safe. And yeah, even talking about it gets me so upset. It's just, yeah, unreal. And the first thing I said when I heard about it was not again. It was just, those were my exact words. I was just like, Oh, not again. It's awful. Yeah. And I was in a situation where I didn't see it on, TV. I didn't hear it on the radio. I had popped open social media, and someone had made a post about the, the, the amount of children that were killed in a school. And I legitimately thought it was they were talking about Sandy Hook or something. They're going back and revisiting something. I'm like, oh, I wonder why they're bringing up this conversation. That's something that happened ten years ago. I'm like, wait, a, this is new. This is happening right now. Are you kidding me? This is going on as we speak. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I think what those parents are just having to deal with down there in Texas that lost their children. And this is an entire community that's affected thousands upon thousands of people affected from that shooting down there. It's just, yeah, and I can't imagine. And, and, and my heart ached last night for, for, for you, Mercedes, and parents that have kids and sending them off to school and, and just having to have that anxiety of what's going to happen. Is my kid going to be safe in school and having that worry and that fear of your child? Uh, we, I think we were just talking about it yesterday, the amount of, amount of time times a parent worries about their kid throughout the year or throughout the day. And just to have this happen, it's just... I couldn't imagine being a parent and having to send your kid off to school and have that worry in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah. The the, th- the thoughts and prayers aren't working anymore. No. Some, something needs to change. So it was, uh, yeah, just terrible, terrible news. Um, it, and trying to overlook, you can't overlook something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, aside from that, up until you heard that, how was your day yesterday? It, you know, it was good. It was, it was, it was a nice day, yes, day yesterday. I actually went to MK Medical, the place that you go to and talk and say such wonderful things about. I went there yesterday. And, oh, my gosh, what an experience it was. My uh, Dr. Moon and Dr. Todd, I yeah. love those guys. <laughs> they are amazing. How, how was your experience? Fantastic. I sat there and I chatted with both of them for like about 45 minutes, just getting, and I signed up too. So, so I'm part of the family, part of their care and i had we men- go to the same doctor <laughs> <laughs> i had mentioned a few weeks ago about this issue i was having um, with with my face these oil pockets that i get and they kind of get uh, they, they bubble up these oil pockets and the only way to get them removed was i remember 10 15 years ago my dermatologist he burned them off and we were talking about maybe there's a better way instead of burning your face. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then you're uh, one of the nurses that you're at MK Medical said we, we handle that stuff. And so that's why I initially went there yesterday. And they were just, they were fantastic. They were just great guys. And 
Dr. Todd was the one that handled my dermatology needs yesterday and just both sweet guys and just the entire staff is sweet. So I had a, I, as soon as I got out of there, I sent you a text message. I'm like, MK Medical is amazing. Thumbs I was just up. here. Thumbs uh, up. So uh, it, two questions. Did you wait at all? No. I, you walked right back, didn't you? I walked right. I thought maybe it was in the wrong spot because I walked in. I'm like, there's no one here except the, the nurse that's the receptionist. And she's like, hi, welcome. I'm like, okay. They take you right. You don't have to wait. Like, can I tell you how much time I've spent waiting for doctors before you? You literally go right back. It's amazing. I was I was blown away, and I met both doctors. Yeah, they're like, "Come on back." I'm like, "Right now? I don't sit down. I don't. I don't have to fill in anything. Come on back. We'll get you taken care of." And they treat everyone that way. And then um, the second question: Did they? How much time did they spend with you? Oh, we talked about a good forty. I mean, just initial talking together about forty five minutes because they would tell me their history. I was so intrigued about what they do and learning more about the medical field. Were you how... in a rush at all? Did they like okay, we got to get you? You know, did they rush you out of there? <laughs> Not at no. all. No, I know. That's why I'm like, what is this chaos? I I've never experienced this before. Mercedes, we finished our conversation, and I'm like, yeah, man, I, I want to come see you guys and talk about some long term care. And then I'm thinking, great, I'm gonna have to come back now because we spent forty five minutes that should have been used on my face. I'm like, okay, so. But you- not every appointment's like that. When you want to, like, once yeah. you establish, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you can take as much time as you need or as little as you need. You won't be there for, you know, an hour every time, unless you want to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was preparing them with questions, asking them about their background and stuff. But then I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to come back. And they're like, okay, what do you want to do today? I'm like, okay, wow. And so we did my face. And Did, I, you, did they do something to it? Yeah, they did. Yeah. What, really? Did they, they didn't burn anything off, though, did they? No. And here's the thing, though. So they talked about... The, the options I have to get rid of these oil pockets on my face. And they gave me like three or four options that they can handle right there. And like, and there's a fifth option. If you want to, we can send you to another dermatologist and get you in tomorrow because we know these people here in town. But they, they took care of me yesterday. And um, yeah, I was very happy with what went down. Oh, I'm glad to hear yeah, that. Cool. They're, they're amazing. They're really good, good people over there. And yeah, just everyone from the receptionist to, to the doctors are awesome. So that's Zero good. Zero weight. I know. That was my favorite part. I was like, this is not right, is it? <laughs> and then my husband went and he's like, I didn't wait. I'm like, I know. This is then my friend went. She's like. How come you don't wait? I'm like, they, that's, I don't know. It's crazy. You walk in and it's a beautiful waiting area. And I'm thinking, okay, I can sit down here, have a cup of coffee. You don't no. need to use it. You don't need to use no it. No coffee for you. No, just, yeah, I was, I was very happy with the care. I'm going back for some other stuff. It was good stuff yesterday. Oh, that's good to hear. Well, uh, how was your day? It was good. It was good. Uh, I got my hair done yesterday. I watched This Is Us last night, uh. the finale. Uh, I'm not going to say anything because I know you haven't watched it yet. Uh, but the the show is over, and then today, last day of school for CCSD. I mean, this is it. Congratulations. You, made it. you guys are almost there. You just have a few more hours of school, and then you are out for the summer. How exciting is that? That's What a great day. What, it's, what oh, Last day of school is always so special, just knowing that you're – no worries for the next couple of months. Just go enjoy the summer and just relax. Uh, Good for you guys. You made it. Unless you have to get a job or something. <laughs> then that no, is true. No relaxation for you. Or you got to go to summer school. Yeah, <laughs> let's not forget about that. But yeah, a lot to talk about today. Riley Smith from the Vegas School of the Knights. He's going to be here in studio. We're going to talk about his charity efforts, the fun event here in Vegas. Battle for Vegas. It's coming up. I can't wait to talk to him. He's he's one of the Golden Knights we've never had in studio before. That's cool to have him in here hanging out. And we'll be live on Facebook, correct? We're going to do Facebook yeah, Live today. we're going to so do Facebook Live. So you can see us hanging out with Riley. It's going to be a good time at 8 a.m. Yeah, so a lot coming up, but let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them, you guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Now That We Found Love by Heavy D and the Boys? 
out of here. Freak on a leash by Corn. Do you want to hear Black Horse in the Cherry Tree by KT Tunstall? But I said no, 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 no. I said no, no, you're not the one for me. Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. You can do it a couple of ways. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM or... You can call or text us, 702-364-9400. We are going to uh, count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's case is coming to a close. We have the latest and surprising news from the courtroom in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Now that we found love by Heavy D and the Boys is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Amber Heard's legal team has rested their defense case in her defamation trial with ex-husband Johnny Depp. If you didn't know, he's suing Heard for $50 million for implying in a 2018 Washington Post op-ed that he abused her. A few tidbits. Testimony was heard from a bigwig at Warner Brothers yesterday who said that Amber Heard's role in Aquaman 2 was not reduced because of her issues with, with Johnny Depp, but because she lacked chemistry with Jason Momoa. A lot of people saying all those issues and stuff, that's why they took her out of there. They're saying, no, that's not the fact. She just didn't have that on-screen chemistry with Momoa. Uh, well, I mean, I think that at any point they're going to do whatever they can to make the other one look bad. So. Right? <laughs> I don't know what to believe at this point. Oh, it's chaos. And then supermodel Kate Moss, Johnny Depp's ex, will testify today about her relationship with the actor and give her side of a story that Heard told during testimony earlier in the trial. And then closing arguments in the case are scheduled for Friday. Are you? I'm not watching any of it. The only tidbits I get are in the morning when we read our stuff. But apparently it's, it's a zoo out there. People lining up to get in the courthouse, waiting for Johnny Depp to come walking out, just get a picture, get a wave. And he's entertaining the crowd when he leaves the courtroom as well. I, I'm not watching it, like, religiously, but I'll catch bits and pieces sometimes. And some of the things I see, I don't know if they're real or not. Like, when Jason Momoa testified, did mm -hmm. you see that testimony? No, Jason Momoa testified? Yeah. Well, maybe he did it. Maybe it was a spoof. I don't know. Like, he's like, hey. And the lawyer's like, hey, we need you to be serious here. And, was it a spoof? And he, was it real? Maybe it was a spoof. <laughs> it, maybe it was a spoof. I, did, did anyone see that? Was that for real or was that a joke? Because, like, he was just doing the most odd things and the lawyer kept asking him to, like, calm down and stop being ridiculous. He's like, this is a serious matter, Mr. Uh, Momoa. Was it an SNL spoof on the whole thing no it was really him but well some people were um deposed the de deposition like this warner brothers guy he wasn't in the courtroom it was a deposition that they were playing the video of so maybe momoa was they did a deposition of the guy in, in la oh, it was a fake <laughs> 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 the 
says fake fake Jason Momoa testimony in Dev Case leaves fans in splits. Well, I was laughing because I'm like, this is not real. There's no way. Um, but you should watch the fake testimony. It was really funny. I'd rather follow the fake trial that's going on. It was here. hilarious. I was just I was so confused. I'm like, is this really happening? And then I'm like, no, this is ha- this has to be a joke. It was a joke. Thank goodness because oh, I, I just was pulled so it up. Confused. I'm gonna watch it. Since we it's break. really funny. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're like, oh, I can't believe the way Jason Momoa was in court, you guys. Yeah, everybody's texting now that it was a spoof. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm not here to just send out bad information. I That's why I don't talk about the trial, because I don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah, again, we're not following, obviously not following it that closely, but I will watch the Momoa spoof. Let's, oh, oh, go I'm on. Sorry. I got your time. Go on. Well, I got to bring up something that we've been talking about for the last few days, because I got I, I got some info on it. The Halsey thing. Mm. Okay, so you talked about it a couple of days ago, how Halsey was mad that she could not release a single unless she has a TikTok viral moment, according to her record label. And then yesterday we found out that um, she talked to the record label and they're like, well, I don't know. We'll have to see. So yesterday I get an email from her record label and they're like, Hey, we'd like to set up a Zoom call. We finally have the new Halsey single. Get out of here. Capital Swear. Records we talked about. Yep. Whoa. Swear. So next week, um, we I have a Zoom to hear the new Halsey single. But I was like, mm, okay. Now now you guys, now you finally have it. Interesting. Do you think Halsey was, what if this is the ultimate rib here? Halsey was in on it, and they said, hey, we have to do something viral. Let's, what can we do to get some attention? I... Was, what, what if she says... Like, well, what if I just come out and say that, you know, we have to do something rival in order for, for my record to play? That'll get some attention. And they're like, you know what, Halsey? Let's do it. Okay. Agree. Let's go. With anyone else, I would say that would be a distinct possibility. With her, she... Did you see her TikTok? No, and, I didn't watch and, it. I just like, read about she it. just seems really upset. And I just... She seems very genuine. I don't feel like she's the type of person to do that. But you never know. It you d- never know. It does put the record label in a bad spotlight, too. Mm-hmm. It does make them look bad. If they were all in on it, they came up with a plan that's going to make them look really bad. But I can't wait to hear it yeah, next week. Exactly. Um, Kind of an odd timing on the dirt. So we'll have more coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. Let's all go watch that Jason Momoa fake, courtroom spoof right testimony. now. We'll, we'll talk about it in the next dirt. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1631. And now here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. And welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, May 25th, 6 o'clock. And it is the last day of school for Clark County students. Nice. What How a exciting. <laughs> I know. My daughter, my oldest daughter, she uh, she just has, I think, one more final to do today. And then she's done. I feel bad for my daughter, my other daughter, my uh, youngest. She is still in school until next week. She goes to private school, so they're still in school. Private school kids, start one more week. We'll cheer for you I next know, week. We'll exactly, cheer for you next week. exactly. What? But she did go go back to school later than her sister, so it all balances out in the end. They have finals up until the very last day. Well, they have like um, half days. They've had. Well, she has had at least. I don't know how everyone else is. She's had three half days and then two finals. Like two classes, and then whatever your finals are for those two classes. So they divided them up. So she's only got two classes today, and she doesn't have a final in one, and then the other one she does, I believe. 
I'm I, not sure. I noticed the half day. I drove by your school yesterday. Kids oh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, the kids are getting home. I'm like, whoa, half day. School's coming to an end tomorrow. Yeah, so she's uh, my husband. We have these, we have traditions. Does anyone have the, like last day of school traditions? My our, our tradition when I was a kid is we'd always go get ice cream after uh, school. My mom would take us for ice cream. And when the girls were in elementary school, uh, I would always pick them up and we'd go get ice cream afterwards. But now the tradition is Matt takes them out to lunch. So Matt, I love that. Matt and Sophie will be going out to lunch today to celebrate the end of summer. And then next week when Brooklyn is done, Matt will take Brooklyn out for lunch. And it's very sweet. Uh, uh, daddy daughter. Uh, yeah. Lunch. Yeah. That's great. All right, for us, I remember for, my mom would pick us up from school because we took the school bus every single day. So when, when my mom or dad would pick us up from school, it'd be a treat. But my mom would pick us up and she would have my grandmother with us, which was extra special. Like, wow, grandma is here to pick us up from school. And then we would go to Toys R Us or the mall and each get to pick out a little toy or something. Aww. Usually a video game or something for Nintendo, but just so excited to go. It was just exciting to have like your, your, your grandmother there waiting for you when you, when you left the left school and so that was our special treat going to town going to toys r us in the mall and we just got a little present which was cool yeah that was always uh it's like a trip to the toy store was always like oh my gosh what am i gonna get <laughs> meanwhile mom's like please pick something that will keep you distracted all summer long yeah pick a video game that you can play all <laughs> yes. week all month long oh man yeah that's uh that's that's really exciting and then i'd always throw away all my books and papers i would literally walk out the door by the nearest trash can throw them in the trash i'm like like, I'd never want to see these things again. Would you again. be the student that threw them up in the air no, as you walked in? We got in trouble for if we did that. They had all the administration standing in the hallways to watch if anyone did that. And if you did it, you had to go pick up every single piece of paper that, that was out there. So <laughs> I was like, nope, I'll just throw it directly in the trash can. Thank you very much. I want to get out of here as soon as possible. I can, I want to go back to the dirt because I pulled up some audio. We were talking about the Jason Momoa. <laughs> we are talking about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case. And we were watching it closely. And Mercedes asked if I saw Jason Momoa's testimony because it's very, rather strange testimony keep in mind i'm i'm not really watching this i'm not like a diehard and so i just saw something online and i'm like oh wow jason momoa testified and then i like clicked on it because i'm it's jason momoa and i'm like whoa what odd testimony Turns out that was a spoof. I, I did not know. I didn't know. I have the audio of the spoof. And oh, no. it kind, of, kind of the setup is Johnny. If you didn't, this is the first time I saw Johnny Depp's attorney. She's a very attractive woman. Her name is Camille. Camille Vasquez. She's an icon, man. That girl is she is so cool. She looks really she cool. She is so cool. And she represented other uh, like high end clients no, and stuff. She or just, just got her fame doing this, and it's just the the thing is, is like she objects to everything, Does and, she? It, and it frustrates the other side. And you see the she's like objection, leading the witness, objection, hearsay, objection, leading the witness. Like she keeps doing it, and it's hilarious. Well, but Jason Momoa doing his testimony, he has a crush on her, and he, <laughs> a little flirtatious with her. Take a listen to this. I forgot to do something. What? I wanted to say, hi, Camille. What? <laughs> Stay focused. So on that night, you FaceTime Amber, and while you were talking, you also took a photo. Yeah. Why? Well, I was concerned for my friend. That's nice. Now, can you show the photo to the jury? All right. Let me just mirror my screen here. He's opening up his laptop to show everyone in the courtroom. Is this really him? Oh, I forgot that was here. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's a picture of Camille on his screensaver. Oh, my. Okay, that's not what I saw. What I saw actually looked real. It, no, it looks real because the, they, they're going back and forth. He's talking to the courtroom, and okay, it's Camille's okay. like laughing, and then they go to the judge, and she's commenting. And attorneys, <laughs> so I think they took 
the the attorneys in the courtroom actually talking to someone that was testifying okay, via Zoom, okay, and I'll... they dropped in Jason Momoa because <laughs> that's Camille laughing in the courtroom, and then at one point he's like, "Judge, may I show him this?" And the judge is like, "Yes, you may." And so they just mirrored the two. It's it's pretty funny. Oh my gosh. The... I fell for it. Hook, line, and I was like, wow. Okay. Didn't see that. <laughs> I missed a great day of testimony. Oh, it's great. Good stuff there. Okay. Coming up on today's show here in about 15 minutes, we have the early edition of Heads Up. And when you win it, you get those tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco Encore Theater this weekend. And then also this morning, 8 a.m. First time in studio from our Vegas Golden Knights. Riley Smith will be here to talk about the third annual Battle for Vegas charity softball game. That's going to be a fun game, and that's going to be a blast having him in studio. We, I cannot wait. We've never had him in studio before, so this will be a first for the show. We'll talk to him about that. He's got a lot going on. So, yeah, we've got a lot to get to with him at 8 o'clock this morning. And then up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Aerosmith cancels the first round of their Las Vegas residency. Is Taylor Swift going to make a surprise appearance on a popular TV show? And two snacks have merged to create a new one, and it actually sounds really good. That's coming up next in What's Trending. On your radio. I love it. Harry Styles, as it was on Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. We've got heads up in about five minutes. When you win it, you'll get those tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Aerosmith is trending this morning. The group's frontman, Steven Tyler, has voluntarily checked himself into rehab after relapsing the group released a statement on social media saying as many of you know our beloved brother steven has worked on his sobriety for many years after foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process he has recently relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health and recovery now the group was supposed to start their restart their Las Vegas residency over at Park MGM in June. Those shows have been canceled. Uh, their tickets uh, tickets will be refunded. Now the group did confirm that their plans for the September shows are still on the books, and they said we are devastated that we have inconvenienced so many of you, especially our most loyal fans who often travel great distances to experience our shows. Thank you for understanding and for your support for Steven during this time. I think most people are going to understand, and Vegas will be here when you're ready to come back. Absolutely. You know, get yourself right. I didn't see one negative comment no. on any of those. People are like, take all the time you need. That's what's most important. Yeah. So I, uh, I I appreciated their, their transparency with all of it and just saying, hey, this is what's going on instead of people. Then people start talking and making up their own things. As you said, here, here's what the situation is. This is what it is. We'll be back and burn. Yeah. Did Adele do that or she just came out and canceled? Well, we speculated, right? There Adele? was a, there was like uh, everybody's sick. We don't have enough people. That's right. That's All the what stuff's it was. Yeah. not in. But then I kept hearing other mm -hmm. things. So I, I honestly don't know what the truth is. Just be honest with your fans. Yeah. You'd be surprised how far it goes. And and how they'll support you when you are on. Yeah, that's a great point. Also this morning, Taylor Swift is trending. So season 18 of Grey's Anatomy is wrapping up with a two-part finale. And some of Taylor Swift's fans noticed something very interesting on the episode's IMDb page. Someone on TikTok showed that on that page, it says that Taylor Swift will appear as herself what? in the episode. Yeah. The thought is that Taylor would either guest star on the final episode or that she would premiere on one of her um, re-recorded 1989 hits. Uh -huh. Well, once that TikTok went viral... 
the IMDb credit mysteriously disappeared. It's gone now. So Swift has not confirmed or denied the theory, but it is well documented that she is a big fan of the show. She even has a cat named Meredith Grey after Ellen Pompeo's character. I'm pulling it up right now. That'd it's, be so cool if she was on there. It's gone now. They took it off. It's, yeah, where's her TV appearances? Has she ever done a TV? I don't think she's ever done a TV appearance before. Well, like like a like a guest walk on. Well, so what they it was under the the that specific episode of Grey's Anatomy, mm, okay. and then it said who's starring in it, and she was listed as herself there. But now it's, she's no longer listed. So we shall see. And then finally this morning, Oreo and Ritz are trending. The two brands are teaming up for the release of the new Ritz by Oreo. It's a first of its kind, sweet and savory snack that is a mashup of one part Ritz cracker and one part Oreo cookie. Now check this out. The limited edition Ritz by Oreo features one Ritz cracker with smooth peanut butter flavored cream on one side and then one Oreo chocolate wafer with the original Oreo cream. And then they're mashed together. It sounds, I think it sounds really good. Now, fans can get one free pack starting tomorrow at 9 a.m. our time. You just got to go to Oreo.com slash Ritz. All you have to do is pay for $3.95 shipping. But you'll have to act fast because I have a feeling that these are not going to last very long. I'll set an alarm right now and try to get us up for Try It Tuesday because that sounds great. I'll, I'll set one too. 8.59 L- tomorrow. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> We're bound to get something because yesterday's was garbage. Oh, it was terrible. Oh. It was terrible. We uh, did the, the jelly in... Um, in carbonated water. I got some messages. People are saying, we're saying we should have used seltzer water and not mineral water. Yeah. That, that, was, that was mistake the one, thing. but <laughs> even still, I don't know that I would have loved it either way, but there you go. That's what's trending. Let's do this right now. Caller 20, 702, 364, 9,400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up and we got a great prize. We have a pair of tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco. He's going to be at the Encore Theater on May 28th. If you want to go, just be caller 20 right now. You pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. Hold that thought. More of Mercedes in the Morning will be it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right. We have our contestant, Jerry, your caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am. All right. Let's do this. Let's make you a winner. Sebastian Maniscalco, tickets up for grabs. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Solitaire, Tree Hugger, or Top Gun? Uh, so, uh, let's go with solitaire. Solitaire it is. Okay, National Solitaire Day was on Sunday. So these are all different card games, okay? Okay. Different card games. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Mercedes, please. Okie doke. All right, Jerry, 60 on the clock. You get six correct. You're the big winner, and you start now. Um, This has five cards usually, and you flip one over to make a hand out of it. Uh, you might play uh, poker. Yes. Uh, the, the goal is to get t- as close to twenty-one as possible. Um, close to twenty-one. Hit, um, hit me. I don't hit, know. Hit me. Uh, or, or oh, uh, that's poker, right? Uh, no, that's uh, let's let's pass. Um, you ask okay. you ask for. Uh, do you have an eight of clubs? And then they say no. And then they say this. Um. 
And then they say this. Like, you're, uh, you're trying to make pairs out of the um, out of the cards you have? I don't know. Okay. I'm not doing well. Uh, that's okay. Uh, so this is the game that we, this category is named after, where you try to make. Ten seconds. Uh, all the different. Yes. This is when you try to compete. My card is bigger than yours. We're playing this. Oh, uh, darn war. it. Yeah, yeah, that was war, war yeah. but we were only three. Darn it. That means we did not win. I'm so sorry. We got hung up on a couple of them. The first one was Blackjack. Blackjack. Uh, Trying to get to 21. Mm. I'm so sorry. And then the other one was Go Fish. Did you ever play Go Fish as a kid? I did, but that's such a long time ago. (laughs) You know what, Jerry? I am so sorry. Thank you so much for trying. That means Caller 20 right now, you are going to get yourself the tickets. All you have to do is be Caller 20 at 702-364-9400, and the Sebastian Maniscalco tickets are yours. Good luck. It's not easy sometimes. It's hard when you're on the stage like that on the air. It is. It is. Not going to lie. And I... I will, I will admit, my clues were not the greatest. <laughs> I, I was it's a team effort. It's also. a team effort. Now, coming up next, it's it's Wednesday morning, so we do have two truths and a lie. Are you ready to do this, Mercedes? We are ready. We actually have Steph, who will be joining us. She's still at home. She got COVID, and uh, she's actually feeling better. We're not forcing her to be a part of this. She wants to be a part of this because people are like, how can you make her work? We're not making her. She she is insisting. So there, we just want to throw well, that out there. Plus one truth and one lie doesn't fly as well. Two I mean, truths we, and a lie. We could, we could make it work yeah. if, if we really had to. But yeah, two truths and one lie is coming up next. The game is two truths and a lie. Oh, truth. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, of yeah it. because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is a good game, and we are live on Facebook streaming. If you want to check us out, Mercedes in the morning, it is time for two truths and one lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us will be lying about something. Can you tell who is doing what? We have all predetermined what we are doing during the break so you guys all have yours ready to go yes 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 and steph is joining us from home hi, hi. steph good morning everyone how are you guys i know i miss you guys too how are you feeling much better much better i did not wake up coughing in the middle of the night so that's a good sign usually every night i've been kind of getting up and i've had a dry throat but last night i was good so hopefully Yay. We'll see what happens later. I'm going to retest. So sending not positive vibes, but negative vibes. <laughs> yes. You get negative it? vibes, negative vibes. Negative vibes heading out to Steph right now. All right. So, well, since we're talking to you, Steph. And Who's, you... Someone has their computer on. We're getting feedback on the air. Not me. Steph, Is it me? I think it's yours, Steph. And what about this? How about now? Is that, Is that better? better? Yeah. Yep, it's gone. Okay. Okay, perfect. Since you got it all fixed, why don't you start first, Steph? Perfect. Let's just count me off, JC. Okay, and it starts. The timer starts now. Yesterday, we were watching the NBA Finals. I think the Mavs versus the Warriors. And James brought up how much he misses playing 2K, the NBA game. And I've told you guys this before, but he's such a gamer. I didn't know, but he got like third place in Oregon Trail in North America. I believe I talked about it on (laughs) Two Truths and a Lie. Yes. Well, I also found out that when he played 2K11... He was top five. So not only was he in Oregon Trail top three in North America, but he also got 2K11 top five. Top five in the country? 
in the country. Did you win anything? Was there a prize? Did you win money? It's had, that sounds like some kind of tournament. You would win something. How do you know your top five in the country? Are there you official get stats? Your points, I think. And then at the end, you see like you are on the top scoreboard. That's top. what he told me. What he game? wouldn't lie about that, I think. What game? 2K11. So what? In the year 2011 this happened? Yes. 2011 was when the game was relieved. I believe he was 21 years old. Any other questions? I just, I don't know. That just seems like too high. I'm thinking of all the hundreds of thousands of people who play video games and he got top five. Yeah. Not that I dismiss his his skills. I'm sure they're fantastic. But that just seems really, really, really high. That's the best of the best. You're top five in a video game like that. That's You should be in a tournament winning money. Yeah, exactly. Why isn't that he doing me. that? He was, he played, I think it was 2K17. This is when we first moved in together, and he was amazing. He would play for a long time after he got home from work. He would play and play, and that he made friends, and that they got through each other's numbers. He's like, we should sign up for a tournament and stuff like that. And he just never pursued it. He was just like, eh, it's just, it's just a fun he's, thing. If he's to top five, I'm sorry to interrupt, but if he's, if he's <laughs> top five, he should be entering the tournament. He's going to win some money. And I told him this. I'm like, if during the pandemic, when everything was shut down, I was like, this is your time. Play, play, play. And this is your practice. But he's like, eh, I'm good. We'll see. We'll see. So uh, that's okay. that. Okay. I, you know, You're I, lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way this is the truth. Yeah, I, it's That's hard to believe. But what do you guys think? Uh, you, let us know. You can let us know on our Facebook or you can text us. 7364-9400. Do you want to go or should I go, JC? Uh, you can go. You want to go? Okay, yeah. Yeah, let me uh, start the music, or the timer starts now. I'm excited. Okay, I've been sitting on this for a while, but I am getting a tattoo on Saturday. No, you're not. I am. Get out of here. I'm getting we a got tattoo. two liars. <laughs> I am. I have been thinking about this for a long time. I I found the perfect thing. I I just never knew. I wanted to get one. I just never knew what I was gonna get, and I finally found what I wanted. I found someone to do it. I have an appointment on Saturday at 1 p.m., and I am getting a tattoo on Saturday. Is he going to say permission to tattoo? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of it. If you guys no way. Yes, I, 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 I want to see the confirmed appointment time, too. <laughs> in, my, in my calendar? Yes. Um, this is the tattoo that I'm getting. Isn't that pretty? What is that, a signature? It's, it's, a, it's like a heart, <laughs> and it's from, okay, don't laugh. But it's from the uh, BTS um, album cover. You're uh, getting a BTS tattoo on I'm Saturday. I'm not getting a BTS <laughs> tattoo. I'm getting, I like the heart. I like the pattern of it. It's from one of their albums. And I love that. Where Look, are you I've had that since May 16th. I, You've I, been thinking about this I've been working on this. <laughs> and Saturday, it's happening. One thirty. No, one. Wear clock. Uh, wear a clock. Wear on your body. Wear a clock on your body. Yeah, wear on your body. Wear on oh, your body. It's gonna be right here on my shoulder. So on you the, won't I see it. See, no, huh? you're you, not gonna see it because I don't wear a lot of sleepless stuff. It's not gonna be low. It's gonna be high. We'll right see here. it Sunday at the graduation party. Why? You're not gonna show us. If you get a tattoo, you're not gonna show. Well, up? I mean, I'll show you, but it's not. I'm not gonna wear sleeveless anything. I'll show you guys. Okay. We'll see it for ourselves. You're finally, honestly, you're finally getting a tattoo. I finally a, found something that I you, want yeah, to get a tattoo of. You've mentioned that before. It's, it's all about meaning. And this is the one. That of all the things. I just love that. I love that heart squiggly. And it's going to be multicolored. Like we, I've already talked to the artist about it. We have it all mapped out. It's all, we're all set.
Apparently today we're doing two lies and a truth. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm telling oh you. I'm telling you. Okay. JC, you're up. Well, mine's very simple. It's just, my gosh. Um, ever since, since 1995, every time I open up a soda can, Red Bull, beer or something, I pop the top open and I turn it a quarter turn to the right. Every single drink that I open, I pop it open and turn it a quarter to the right. And here's why. My buddy Tim Horn, I've talked about him many times before. When I first met him, he would open up a beer and turn it to the left, the beer tab. Like, why would you do that? He's like, that way I know which beer is mine and which drink is mine if you're at a party. I'm like, cool, I'll turn to the right. And he goes, you can't because his best friend at the time turned to the right. So I started turning all my tabs on drinks. So does Red Bull, a quarter turn to the right. When did this start? 1995, when I met my buddy Tim. And even when you're by yourself? Even It's it's so weird. I forget, I just, I forget that I do it. It's a, it's a subliminal thing now. I pop open a Red Bull, open one yesterday. And that's what kind of re- re- reminded me of this. I opened it yesterday and just automatic quarter turn to the right. So the tab is... Here's a normal tab on the top of the can. My tab is like that. I've never seen you do that. And I've been with you opening Red Bull like millions of times. It's a one fluid motion too. open up a beer, a Red Bull and it automatically just, it's so weird. I've been doing it for so long since 1995. It just automatically turn it a quarter turn to the right. And it's so weird. If I pick up a drink and it's normal, it feels weird. Like, oh, what's wrong with this, this, this cap? I got to turn it's quarter turn to the right. Mm. I feel like this is his OCD kicking in sometimes. Like some of his little nuances. I can see this actually. I can see. You can. Oh. Which by the or- end, it's a game changer too for college kids. Or anyone, you're at a party and someone's like, whose beer is this? I'm like, it's not mine because the tab is not turned a quarter to the right. You've mm. never, ne- you've never said this before. I've never seen it happen before with any of the, and I don't believe this at all. You're right. Yeah. This, you're both lying today. We have, t- <laughs> we have three lies. No, three only lies. two. I'm telling this. It's two lies. Who are the two lies? Tattoo girl <laughs> finishing five in the world in a video game and not winning any money? Or the tab turner. Who is it? <laughs> 702-364-9400. Who is the liar today? Tyler says, I don't know. This is hard. Everyone sounds like liars. But, <laughs> but I'm just going to go with Steph lying on this one. Kai says, today is Mercedes. Liar, liar, liar. No, I'm not lying. Melissa says, Mercedes is lying on this one. Uh, going to our text line here. <laughs> Everyone lies. says you're a liar. Everyone's saying me. Uh, this one says lies. He's lying. He's being way too specific with the year. Uh, this one says, uh, Mercedes, you are lying. You would have talked about this i do you know how long i've been sitting on this since the beginning of may i've just been waiting for the opportunity to get everything in line and i finally got my appointment this week that is why i saved it so there you go this is exciting getting a tattoo and steph's husband can win some money playing video games (laughs) we ready to reveal yes we're ready truth teller number one Tis I, the tab turner. What? <laughs> yeah, it's just a little simple thing that I do. I just, I, it, I turn it, and I remember the year because that's when I met Tim. I moved out here in 1995. It's a little tiny subconscious thing. I just turn it to the right. It's, and I noticed this last night, last night, I'm like, wow, I am still doing this every no! time I open up a Red Bull. Yeah. I've I'll tell you what, seen that. I think you're doing TV this afternoon, Mercedes. If you, I'm, They don't change the trash can every day. Look in the trash can and look at the Red Bulls, and I guarantee you'll see the tabs turn to the right. Uh, Okay, I'm going to look. I'm going to dig through the trash (laughs) just to determine. (laughs) There's got to be some more Red Bulls there for Monday, so look around and look at the tab. Okay, truth teller number two. It's me. No, it's not. <laughs> James is 
a gamer. I swear. He, I didn't know he was this good. 2K11, top five. I think maybe he should quit his day job and maybe we should reconsider his new career. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. That is yeah. impressive. That's making, you can make, can't you make money doing that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Then why doesn't he? Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> Do I it, don't know. Do it. I don't know. I'll, I'll put it in his little uh, end of the year goals. Try for a tournament. He team. should. He should. If he's that good, that's. Well, then impressive. I'm kind of disappointed. I was looking forward to seeing this BTS tattoo. Well, well, wait, well, wait, everyone. By the way, the texts are hilarious. It says, "Who knew there was a version of this game called Three Liars and No Truth?" Uh, last day of school, everyone lies. I. I don't have an appointment on Saturday, but I am considering it, and that is what I would get. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Would you get it in red or would you get it in black ink? No, I wouldn't get it in either of those. I can you you can see how there's different colors? Yeah. Like purple and there's like uh pink and there's like orange and it blue and it all it's from love yourself answer and that's what it means to me love yourself like that's the meaning they can do that in multiple multiple colors yeah uh, i got a couple tattoo guys i've got i got one so it's just, this is kind of a truth then because you didn't get it done you're yeah, thinking about I it i just don't have an appointment for saturday <laughs> but i'm thinking about it my husband's like yeah, get a tat. Be a tatted girl. I love it. <laughs> Do it. She ends up with a long sleeve. Oh, yeah. Mercedes, they're, they're addicting. Lars has six tattoos over the past year. Uh, I don't know if I have the They're addicting. Once you get it. one. My mom would kill me. So wait till after the graduation <laughs> party. She would kill me. She will be like, what? My dad always threatened to take steel wool to my arm if I ever got a tattoo. <laughs> He's like, I'll rub that off. Don't you dare. But, you know. All right. So there it is. <laughs> That was the most intriguing two truths and a lie we had in a long time. I mean, seriously. Yes, I was lying, guys. I don't have a, I don't have a, a an appointment. <laughs> now, coming up next, we do have the hot three. What do you have for us? All right, we are going to give you a, the latest update on the terrible tragedy in Texas yesterday. We have some new details for you. Also, this morning, young people are bringing back this specific industry. We'll tell you what it is and why you should always show up to a party. This many minutes late. We'll tell you what that magic number is. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Details are emerging about the victims in yesterday's mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, that claim the lives of at least 21 people. 19 children, including second, third, and fourth graders, and two teachers were killed when a gunman opened fire on the school about 80 miles west of San Antonio. Uh, forgive me for not um, giving more details about the gunmen, which are out there. If you really want to see them, I want to talk about the victims. Among the victims, um, confirmed by family members to local news outlets, were Xavier Lopez. He was 10 years old, a fourth grader at the school, as well as fellow fourth grader Amory Joe Garza and eight-year-old Uzziah Garcia. Third grader Annabelle Guadalupe Rodriguez was also killed in the same classroom as her cousin. Um, Garza appeared in a photo taken just that morning that showed her proudly holding up her honor roll certificate. Two fourth grade teachers, Eva Morales and Irma Garcia, also died in the shooting. The pair had worked as co-teachers for five years, and Morales was a 17-year teaching veteran. Um, people say she was the life of the party. Um, she was a beautiful soul, and she died acting as a human shield protecting the children. Mm. 
I was, uh, there was, uh, they had interviewing some of the neighbors last night of the school and they were saying, uh, on Monday, there was, um, like a big assembly celebrating the kids who had perfect attendance that year. And, and so, you know, their mindset going in, is just to continue to celebrate schools coming to an end and just, it's horrific. I can imagine the, the parents, I, I, I can't even wrap my head around what the parents and family members are having to deal with this morning and hearing that news and racing down there to, to figure out if your child is alive or not. And some of them, into last night, didn't even know the answer yet. They were still waiting to find out what was going on because some kids were medevaced to different locations, getting DNA samples to find out if that's their child. It's just so sad. Yeah, it's absolutely unfathomable. Fathomable. And I, uh, yeah, I, I just, like we were saying this morning, I, I, I know so many people feel so much extreme like sadness and then it turns into anger. This is like for me. And then I get frustrated and it's like, well, let's do something like what how many more of these this is insane um i just uh and so i i just think it's really important to focus on the victims if you do want there's more info coming out about the shooter not wasting any breath on that so if you guys want to see that it's all out there you can check it out but just wanted to make sure you knew some of the names of of the victims celebrate uh, the kids yeah yeah I'm, i'm happy you shared that with us um it's hard to make a transition, so here we go. Awkward transition. Uh, let's talk about uh, travel agents. Do you guys remember travel agents? They were really big before the internet, right? They were great. I used <laughs> a, a travel agent, booked our honeymoon, and they were fantastic. <laughs> I, I I never used a travel agent, but I always heard good things about them. <laughs> it, it seems like people that would use travel agents would be maybe a little older now, but apparently that's not the case. A new report says young people are flocking back to old school travel agents because they're realizing that even if they can plan their entire trip online, they just don't want to, especially since the pandemic has made certain aspects really weird, like dealing with cancellations and testing policies and things like that. One travel network has seen a 50% increase in demand over the past year alone with millennials and Gen Xers being the fastest growing portion of new clients. Oh, and they're they're calling travel agents travel advisors. Okay. Now. So just so you know, <laughs> if you're looking for a travel advisor. I, I, I pulled up mine in my Yahoo account. Last time I reached out to her was April of 2011. Oh man, it's time. Yeah. It's time. 11 years ago. Let's let's get on the let's get on the phone with them and uh, and do something. Diane Arnold helped us book a trip to the Bahamas wedding. Aww. So I wanted to use uh Diane cuz we used her for our wedding and she coordinated everything for our trip. Diane, can you please uh, can you please make some plans for the Bahamas? Instead of booking part. directly, Diane, I need to go to a wedding in the Bahamas. Can you book it for me, please? I th- I think that would be my backup career. I'm good at booking travel. I'm good at finding the D, D- I'm good at finding hotel. Uh, when people go somewhere, they always ask me, like, hey, we're going to this city. Do you know where we should stay? And I always do my research and come back with some options for them. I think that would be my, like, second career. I think you'd be great at it. And you're well-traveled as well. So you've been to many cities that you can you can speak from firsthand experience. Budapest, all these other places that you've been to here in the States, too. You you can sell us on your knowledge because you were there. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been, like, to a billion places, but I think feel like i know enough about certain places i like i want to send you and your wife to europe i want you guys to go so bad i want you guys to experience it so bad that's like the coolest place Lars going to she's going to can in a couple of weeks and then she's going to milan at the end of the summer that's going to be amazing she's going to have the best time i know it's all for for work stuff she gets to go she's doing that puerto rico and then grand has rapids she, has she been to europe before uh, as a kid as a kid, as a kid yeah oh, yeah you gotta you gotta ask if you can go with her 
I mean, the, the hotel room's already paid for. I know. You think about it. <laughs> Just go, buy the plane ticket. Go with her. The once in a lifetime opportunity. Do it. You got to do it. Okay, so if, if I'm not doing Europe, what would be your second choice for me to go to this Just summer? Just like within the continental United States. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you know what? I th I don't know if you've been there before, but we went last year and had a blast. Montana. Man, that place was incredible. We had the best time in Montana. Absolutely beautiful. Just seems kind of your speed, like I knowing what you're into mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, I think you would love to go to Montana. We're doing Wyoming again. I can easily go west for a couple of days. Go to Big Fork. That's Big where Fork. we were. Okay. And it was gorgeous. Flathead Lake. Huh. Chef's kiss. It was so beautiful. Oh, I love it. Okay. Sold. Thank you, Travel Agent <laughs> okay, Mercedes. you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> now taking bookings, anybody. <laughs> Finally, this morning, everyone shows up late to parties, right? The only question is, what's the right amount of late? We actually have an answer. It's called the 38-minute rule. A political reporter in D.C. named Sam Brody came up with it. He tries to show up exactly 38 minutes late to parties because apparently that's the sweet spot. It usually means you won't be the first one there, but it, you won't come in awkwardly after things are really going. At a dinner party, you won't be too late to pick the seat you want. Basically, it just works. If you want to fine-tune your lateness, even more than that, a mathematician uh, has come up with an actual formula to determine the exact time you should show up to a party, and you can try it out on... Um, th there's a website set up for it at The Atlantic. We can post the... Uh, the link to it, but you can actually use this mathematical formula to determine when you should arrive. There's a party calculator. Um, here, let me try it with you. How punctual are you? Are are your friends? They're pretty punctual on a scale of one like to ten. Like for for a party or dinner? Just in general, how punctual are your friends? It's, um, a ten. A ten? Okay. Um, they're always there. If we have dinner, they're always there first. How confident are you about your friends' punctuality? How how confident are you? Ten. 10. Wow. Okay. Do you expect that everyone will show up around the same time? Yes. 1 to 10. 9. Okay. Um, how awkward is it to be too early on a scale of 1 to 10? 0 being I don't mind at all or 10 being it's unbearable. To be early? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, 4. I don't mind being I don't mind being early. How uncomfortable is it for you to be too late? 0 to 10. The t 10 being the worst. I don't like being late 10. Okay. Um, two more questions. How excited are you about the party you're going to? 10 being the best? Yes. 10. 10. Okay. And last question. Typically when you arrive at a party, how much earlier or later are you than you intended? Uh, go, go by minutes. Five. Five minutes. Okay. So you should arrive. It says negative three minutes after the party starts. So that means you should be there early. Three it, minutes early. Yeah, it says, hello, early bird. You might be the first one there, and it might be a bit awkward, but you can take solace in knowing that you won't miss any of the party's best moments. Just be aware that you might get roped into helping the host set up. Oh, you're here early. Yeah, can you put these <laughs> out for me? Can you, since you're here, please help, help out a little bit. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds nice, though. To me, in my mind, we're going somewhere that we get there three minutes early. That's ideal. Even if it's a dinner reservation, to get there three minutes early, that's perfect. Stroll in. Yeah, it's 527. I got a 530 reservation. I like that calculator. That's a, but as the host, if you're three minutes early, I'd be like, why is he early? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Drive around the block. <laughs> Coming up one hour from right now, Riley Smith will be here in studio with us to talk about the big uh, softball charity softball game battle for Vegas that's taking place in July. He joins us in one hour. We 
never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's talk about This Is Us. No spoilers whatsoever here. Zero spoilers. But Mandy Moore revealed that they started shooting the series finale of This Is Us, which aired last night. They started shooting that three years ago because the young kids were growing up too fast. They started shooting scenes a couple years ago. And the people that watched it, and you watched it last night, Mercedes, said there were at least 13 tissue-grabbing moments. Do you agree? How was the emotional level last night? Um, hmm. I kind of don't want to say. Right. And I just, I, I if you're going to watch it, I, I, I'd like to give it a couple of days because I do want to discuss, but I just want to give people time to watch, to watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to watch it this afternoon. Okay. And watch it again when Laura gets in, back, back in town. Yeah. Let's let's revisit because I, I know a lot of people haven't been able to watch it yet, and I don't want to mess anything up for them. I'm going the clear mind, but yeah. man, last week's episode. How do you follow last week's episode? That oh man, last week's episode that was heartbreaking. That was a doozy. Uh, Harry Styles recently announced U.S. dates for a new North American leg of his Love on Tour, which includes ten nights at Madison Square Garden. Uh, well, apparently that's not enough because he just added more shows. He's going to have a total of 15 shows at Madison Square Garden. The first night is August 20th. He has no Vegas dates. The closest, he'll be at the Kia Forum in Inglewood in late October, early November. He's got 15 dates out there. I know. I don't understand how we're being passed over. I'm hoping something happens eventually. Because he was here last time around, was he yeah, not? Yeah, we went and saw him. He was so good. Where was that one at? It was at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. It was so good. Yeah, come back, Harry. Come on. We'll take you. Amber Heard's legal team has rested their defense case in her defamation trial with her ex-husband, Johnny Depp, who's suing Heard for $50 million for implying that a 2018 Washington Post op-ed that he abused her. So a few tidbits here. Um, the big one is that Kate Moss, Johnny Depp's ex, she testified this morning. And she and because there was rumors and accusations that maybe Johnny did something to her, beat her back in the day when they dated in the 90s. She came on and said, not the truth. Johnny's the nicest guy. The, there was an incident where she fell outside wet steps, f- fell down a flight of stairs, and that's how she hurt her back. Uh, but Johnny was right there to help. He picked her up, carried her inside, he got medical attention. So she came on and said, any of those rumors that Amber Heard was implying are completely false. Mm, interesting. I'm ready for this to be over. <laughs> I'm not even watching. I'm so over it. And then we talked about how Jason Momoa took the stand this morning. <laughs> I told you I wasn't paying attention. Uh, closing arguments in the case are scheduled for Friday. Kourtney Kardashian, she wasted no time letting the world know that she's a married woman. Days after she said, I do, to Travis Barker, she changed her Instagram name. She's now known as Kourtney Kardashian Barker. Oh, that's sweet, man. They're so in love. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. That, that website, someone already bought up that website. Oh, so smart. So, so smart. So if Courtney wants the website, she's got to buy it from someone. There's oh. a story about it, how people are so quick to try to. That, that's still a thing. Poaching websites, I guess, is still a thing. That's messed up. I thought that was illegal. You would think. You'd think that Courtney Kardashian Barker would have the right to that website, not some guy yeah. in Idaho who bought it for 20 bucks. Here, here, sell, I'll sell it to you for a million dollars. You know, that's just, yeah, not cool. We have a lot of things coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. 825, new kids on the block. They'll be here this weekend we have your tickets at 8 25 when you win heads up and at eight o'clock how excited are you for our in-studio guest oh i cannot wait we have not had him in studio before we've had a bunch of golden nights here but this is one of the original misfits that has never been here and that is riley smith he is putting on his annual battle for vegas charity event vegas golden knights and friends 
head uh, go head-to-head with some of the Raiders and their friends. And it's a charity softball game with entertainment. It's fun, and it's all for a great cause. We're going to talk to him about that, about the season, whatever else you want to talk about. And he's got some big things happening in his personal life, mm-hmm. too. Lots going on. So Riley Smith on the show at 8 o'clock this morning. It's Mix 94.1. shape of you. Mix 94.1. It is 7.30. Mercedes in the morning coming up in just a half hour. Riley Smith from the Vegas Golden Knights will be joining us live in studio. Cannot wait to talk to him about the upcoming Battle for Vegas. That's going to be so cool. Have you ever been to Battle for Vegas before? I have not. This is the third one. We had, what, 2019? 20? No. And I have it in 2020? I feel like I went last year. Yeah, no, we had it last year, 2021. This is the third one, though. Yeah, I've been to all of them. They're so much fun. You got to it. Looks check like it looks like a out. great time, yeah. Yeah, it's a great time. We'll talk to him a little bit about that in just a few minutes. Today is the last day of school for Clark County students. That's so exciting. It's a big thing. How, how does Sophie feel? Because today's her last day. What an excitement. Last day of school. You know, you got the summer in front of you. Hopefully no worries. Maybe you have to get a job. But just the summer to relax and just kind of refuel the jets before school starts again in September. It's an exciting time of year. Yeah, it really is exciting. And we were talking earlier about, like, traditions you had on the last day of school. For me, my parents would always take us to do ice cream uh that was always the thing when my girls were little i i continued the tradition uh with ice cream but now that they're older uh their dad takes them out to lunch so sophie's out today she'll go out to lunch with him with my husband today and then brooklyn she's out next week and then they'll go out to lunch uh together so that's like the cool little bonding thing that they do and as the school year winds down it's tie you know you you might be thinking about getting presents for your teachers and there's a there's a thread a reddit thread in the teacher section and it has teachers sharing the most unexpected teacher gift that they ever received and and the responses just go to show you how some people go above and beyond to show gratitude to teachers and others should just let the thought count like you've got one extreme in the to, to the other so teachers What's the most unexpected gift you've ever received from one of your students? 702-364-9400. Unexpected, maybe in a good way, like, wow, or the other kind. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, 702-364-9400. Well, I'm reading a couple of these. This, this one is sweet. It says, disaster kid was failing every class. And a gigantic behavior problem. He made me a gigantic Rams head in pottery class because he knew I was a diehard Los Angeles Rams fan. I mean, that is that is super sweet when they put thought into it as well. Like, yeah, like that. Um, This one says a student gave me a pair of new balances. He bought himself an identical pair so that we could be twins. Thoughtful and wonderful. I love how comfortable my dad's shoes are. <laughs> that is sweet, though. Matching uh, shoes. So, um, this one says, I got a gift set from Bath and Body Works with a card that says, sorry, it doesn't have a, ba- a gift bag. I didn't get one because I stole it. <clears throat> well, the honesty. Okay, we want honesty. <laughs> we, we do teach that, but just not stealing stuff, kids. What did you, what did you, what's the most unexpected gift you got from a student? 702-364-9400. I, I remember, I didn't steal it, but it was a gift that my my aunt gave to me it was this crystal teddy bear 
It had to be expensive. It was made out of crystal. I didn't know what things cost. I wanted to give my teacher something at the end of the school year, Miss Embry. So I was like, I'll just re-gift it. I'll give it to her. And she opened it. She's like, oh my. She's like, I can't accept this. This is too, this is, no, I can't. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Take it. And then I later talked to my aunt about it. She's like, where's that crystal bear I gave you? I was like, oh, I, I have it somewhere. And I, I think years later I Googled it. It was like $250. No. I was like, oops. I did but not But the teacher know. took it probably knowing there was some shenanigans behind it. She's still like, thank you, Mercedes. <laughs> no, she, wow. she, she didn't want to, to her credit, but it was just, it was so funny. That's a big gift. I know. I I, I think I overdid it on that one. Um, let's talk to Crystal. Crystal, you're a teacher. Tell us what was the most unexpected gift you ever received. I may choke up again, but it was a pencil eraser. So my student come from a very low-income family, and our school had, like, um, money that they would give to the students if they were behaving so that they could go to a student store and buy themselves something. So at the end of the school year, she presented me with a school eraser and a note saying, thank you for being a great teacher, and used her money. To, instead of buying something for herself, she got it for me. Oh. And I still, like, I still get choked up thinking about it. I am getting choked up hearing this. Wow. I mean, the selflessness, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. That story is beautiful. And I still have it. I still have the note, and I still have the eraser, and this was four or five years ago. Oh, oh. I love that. You, you teachers, you deserve that and so much more. You guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for calling, Crystal. Holly, uh, what about you? What would you get? Well, I got a box of chocolates. I, I'm not the normal gen ed teacher, so I don't always get teacher appreciation gifts. So anything that the kids give to me is extra because I all the regular general education teachers get the items, not the specials usually. So you, so I mean, you weren't I expecting anything and then you got this and I, I mean, how touched were you? I, I was really, I, I, I double checked with the kid. I'm like, are you sure this one? <laughs> That's so you don't forget about all the educators in yeah. the school from the librarians to the, the you know the special ed teacher the music teacher like they don't always get that attention. Uh this text says I once got a $100 bill from a student and the same year got a small cosmetic bag filled with panty shields. <laughs> Where they got that? Who they got that from? This one says my daughter bought her PE teacher coffee from Starbucks but the teacher spilled it on her MacBook and then had to replace a $3,000 MacBook. Well, this, oh, what when the student spilled it? No, the teacher did. Well, that's on the teacher. I mean, they, they, they sparked some coffee. But that's... it never would have happened if you Oh, this one says, my mom's a teacher and one year a student gave her a sexy nightgown. And uh, this one says, one year I received a Michael Kors handbag as an end of year gift. Wow, that, that I mean, that's pretty amazing. My goodness. Third grade, I had a crush on Miss Hebling. She was my teacher in third grade. Mm -hmm. And so end of the year, my parents like, what do you want to get her? And like, I want to get her like a nice gift. So we went, we, we bought her some soaps and we gave gifts early in, in elementary school. So I gave her, that was like the week before school ends. So I gave her the soaps. She was very appreciative. But I'll never forget, it was a couple days later, she came in. She goes, JC, I used your soaps. And I was Mercedes over the moon. Like, oh. <laughs> Uh, Here's the thing, though. I, just, I looked her up when he brought up the, the teacher gifts. I looked her up, and she's still she's still with us. 
Mary Jo Hebling. She looks exactly just same hairdo. She's just aged. It was like the eighties. She looks fantastic. She's still Aww. an educator. And she used your soap. <laughs> I'm looking at her. I'm making the eyes right there right now. Aww. I used your soaps, JC. Oh, I was so happy when she said that to me. I have a feeling you were. Were you envisioning her using? Oh gosh, yeah. I it's third it. grade, I, JC. I know you too well. Oh boy. Did you use it in the bath, Miss Hebling? Uh, where, where were you using the soaps? Which soaps? Don't say that. I'm looking at a picture of her right now. There she is, Mary Jo Hebling. I gotta look out the window. See if Riley Smith is here yet. Yeah, he's coming at eight o'clock. Do your thing. We also have the hot three. Enough of Mary Jo Hebling. Riley Smith is coming up. <laughs> hot three's up next, too. What do you got for us? All right. Well, uh, one of the big stories right now, aside from the tragedy in Texas, is monkeypox. Everyone's talking about that. What are the five things we're Googling most about that? Also this morning, one in five people say they're going to do this in relation to their job in the next year. We'll tell you what that is. And a new poll shows women would rather suffer then talk to their boss about this. What is it? It's coming up next in the Hot 3. More. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Where were you the past five minutes? I went <laughs> to grab Riley Smith. He is here. He is in our green room right now. And he'll be on in just a couple of minutes. Tell us about Battle for Vegas. A uh, lot going on. He's been enjoying his summer so far. And we are so excited to have him in studio with us. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Riley Smith in just a couple of minutes. Here's what's going on this morning. Um, Europe is dealing with a monkeypox outbreak right now. And a handful of cases have popped up in the U.S. So here's what you need to know. Okay. According to Google Trends. Uh, these are the top five questions we're asking right now. Okay. Okay. What is monkeypox? Yeah. What is it? (laughs) It's related to smallpox, which was eradicated worldwide in 1980. But in general, monkeypox is less serious. Uh, basically it, it's called that because it was first seen in lab monkeys in Denmark in 1958. Okay. So it's not related to chicken pox though, which is actually a herpes virus, not a pox virus. So there you go. If that makes any sense. Um, what else? Is monkeypox contagious? Well, it is. We wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't, but it's much less contagious than COVID. The average person who gets Omicron will spread it to eight other people, but with monkeypox, it's less than one. Um, how is the monkey how is monkeypox transmitted? Well, it's mainly spread through co- close contact with peoples and animals that are infected. It can enter through a cut or you can get it from coughs and sneezes. But they think right now it's mainly being spread through intimacy. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm, okay. And then um, what does what does it look like? Kind of like chicken pox. But before that happens, you'll get fever, headaches, muscle aches, stuff like that. And is monkey pox deadly? It's usually mild, but it can be deadly. Um the fatality rate, though, is between 3 and 6%. Don't Google image monkeypox. You get some, woo, you get some interesting pictures that pop up. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they had a guy, I saw the news, had a guy that had it like 10 years ago. He was talking about, he was describing your symptoms, feverish. He was down for a day or two. But he was fine, obviously. He's still alive. Oh. I mean, wash your hands. It just comes down to right. Wash your hands, yeah. and you know you're gonna be intimate. You want to protect things. Could you please just wash your hands, people? <laughs> That's all we ask. <laughs> this monkeypox is a good reminder that we all need to keep washing our hands. Yeah, that 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 is true. And don't be intimate with just anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
Watch your lovers. <laughs> um, let's see. What else this morning? The Great Resignation is set to continue with one in five saying they're likely to switch jobs in the next 12 months. So they're saying that a lot of people are just finding themselves and deciding, hey, you know what? I, I'm going to I'm gonna do what I really want to do. 35% of people say they're planning to ask their employers for more money in the next 12 months. And if they don't get it, they're out. 71% of people say a, a pay increase would prompt them to change a job. Um, and workers just say they want a workplace that allows them to truly be themselves with 66% saying that that is the most important factor. Good for them. You find out with the you know pandemic, lockdown, you realize you're not happy with your career, where your life is going to be able to change like that and go in and make some moves. Good for you for doing that. Yeah, it's it's got to be scary, though. <sighs> it's, there's just so many unknowns right now, right? Mm -hmm. But on the other side of that fear and stuff is probably the greatness you're looking for. Ooh, that sounds like something you read on a coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on the other side is the greatness you've been looking for. On the other side of fear <laughs> is that greatness you've been looking. That's the title of my book. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> I'm writing a book, and Home that's the is title. Where the of heart it. is. <laughs> you know, just like the fog rolls in, the fog rolls out, Mercedes. Oh my gosh, you sound like a, one of those motivational speakers that you listen to. <laughs> I think that's a good one. That is true. Think about it. Whatever you're scared to do, once you do it, on the other side you feel great about yourself. Things uh, are good. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, finally this morning. I'm gonna say that to Riley when it comes in. No, hey, he'll, just he'll know. walk out the door. He'll be like, who is this guy? Please he's got a motivational speech from JC. Like, I need one from you. I'm sure he's heard some great motivational speeches in his lifetime and probably not from you. I know you're scared, a new coach coming in, but on the other side of fear is greatness, my friend. You know what? Speaking of motivational speeches, you know what's so motivational is the movie Miracle. You know, oh, I, the speech? I, the whole movie. oh my God. Yeah. Again, again, I say that to my kids. I'm like, again. <laughs> Go clean up your room again. I love that motivational speech. It's so good. We had the whole speech in here somewhere. Do we have it? Oh my gosh! I bet you Riley Smith can recite it. Is that a, is that a standard? Is Do that you a, think for all hockey players they got to recite the speech? I, I watch. Wouldn't it be funny if he never has even seen the movie? <laughs> no, we're talking He's about. He's probably listening to us right now in the green room. Like, who are these fools that I agreed to come? Googling on miracle on ice. <laughs> oh wow! USA beat Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to do the last story. I just want to make sure we're on time with Riley. All right, let's, yeah, let's get well, out. So let's, we're out. You, it was the hot two today, guys. Okay, hot two. We'll play a song. we got three minutes. We'll get Riley Smith in studio with us next. It's Mix 94.1. New One Republic, West Coast on Mix 94.1. I'm sorry. I'm excited. I mean, this has been a while since we've had... Vegas School of the Nights in studio. This and so is a we're special moment excited. right now. We're geeking out. Everyone, he is one of the original misfits. He is one of the assistant captains. We are so excited to have Riley Smith joining us. Yeah. Hi, Riley. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's actually... It's tough to come in and follow the whole smallpox bit. <laughs> sorry, chickenpox. Yeah, monkeypox, monkey man. Pox, yeah. We were talking about Miracle after that. So we're, we have money riding on this. Has Riley Smith seen Miracle? I have uh, a few times. Being Canadian, I probably can't recite the whole speech. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's one of those inspirational movies that, especially uh, playing college hockey in Ohio, we, we definitely heard a lot about it. What, what's your favorite sports movie of all time? I would say Remember the Titans. Oh, I watched that so much growing up. I feel like 
before every big game uh, playing minor hockey, my dad would put it on to kind of get me motivated. That is a great one. I forgot all about that. Do you have, is there music you listen to? Do you watch like movies before a game to get hyped up? That's kind of, I guess it would take a long time. <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> oh, man. Or do you listen to certain music you listen to before a game to get hyped up? Uh, we have music playing on the locker room all the time. I, it's too much of a an obligation for me to do it, so I, I let some of the other guys take care of that. But, um, you know, you play 82 games in a year. You try to change up your, your schedule all the time. So uh, there's nothing I really stick to. Well, who mostly is in charge of the music? I think this past year it was Shea Theodore. And it's kind of tough because you're never going to make everyone happy with the music. So it's kind of a thankless job. Oh, man. Okay, I'm picturing Shea's music choice. Is he like... Is he like a hip hop guy? You got to put a little bit of everything for everyone. Uh, so, um, like I said, it's a thankless job. Someone's always not happy, but you kind of <laughs> have to have a, a little bit of a, a chip on your shoulder for that. If Mercedes was in the locker room and she was in charge of the music, this would be. That is not true. I, I have. I'm more current. <laughs> I mean, I think that would work for maybe a couple of games. I don't think you'd pull that out for the whole season, but um, we're always looking for new songs. <laughs> Well, the third annual Battle for Vegas charity softball game is coming up. It's such a fun event. Uh, we, we're we so excited that you brought something like this to Vegas. Coming here, and it was almost like the event that we needed, where Vegas Golden Knights and friends up against Raiders and friends. Tell me how this kind of came to be. I always wanted to do something um, and kind of just start a charity where, you know, we could do something to benefit the kids in, in the local community. And coming to Vegas and really being welcomed with open arms, it felt like the the perfect time to do it. Um, I felt like I had a, had a little bit more longevity with my career here, and this community felt like it needed it. So, um, you know, the first year we we did a lot of thinking of, of what we can do. There's so many different golf tournaments and stuff. We want to do something different, and having the the new ballpark go up right next door, it felt like it, it was a uh, you know match made in heaven. It's uh, you got, but you guys have lost every year, haven't you? Yeah, we're no good. <laughs> what? But but it's all for the fans. I think we usually win like the home run derby, but we lose the actual game. <laughs> no, the, the, I'm I always lo- cheering for them, though. <laughs> I'm always there with my Golden Knights gear on. I was looking at the website. They haven't announced. You haven't announced the players yet. Can you give us who's going to be on the team this year? Dropping little nuggets of who's going to be your teammates this year. Uh, you know, I think it's such a long summer. People's uh, schedules are always bouncing off the place. Um, you know, a couple of guys that. You know, I think we'll be showing up would be uh, Keegan Colasar, uh, Nick Hag, um, William Carlson, Jonathan March, though, and then a few more. Um, you know, actually, William Carlson has his wedding like coming up the week um, prior to that, so um, I think a lot of guys will be in town for that. Listen, Bryce Harper, even though he's in Philly, listens to the show. We can make some calls and get Bryce Harper. Do you Harper. want Bryce to play? You want on Bri- your team? Bryce will play. Honestly, we may need him because we're going to have to win. You can't lose three in a row. <laughs> oh, you we can't. Should, we should ask Bryce. I mean, he's in the middle of a season, though. Well, I mean, maybe can you maybe... just skip the game and play. <laughs> yeah, <yourself? laughs> you know, tell the fans in Philly, listen, I got to go to Vegas and take care of some things. We'll make it happen. Yeah, it's a small hiatus. You know, <laughs> yeah, you we'll understand. It's for charity. Yes, it's for the kids. Hey, speaking of weddings and big life events. Rumor has it you're expecting a little a little one here soon. Yeah, my wife's due in um in mid August, so we're we're super excited about that and gonna spend the whole the whole hot summer in Vegas. So um, you know, it's one of those life events that um you couldn't be more excited about and uh we were we're welcoming and, and it's gonna be a great experience for us. Congratulations. Thank that you. is huge. I mean really life changing. Uh, how do you feel about being a dad? Like what 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 are the emotions right now? It hasn't really kicked in too much yet, but everyone tells me that, you know, it'll be the best experience of my life and, and that's what I'm expecting. Um 
you know, we do know that it's going to be a girl. So we're excited about that. Everyone tells me they're a lot easier than, than boys at, you know, the first few years. So I have two of them. They are. <laughs> yeah. Except when they turn 13, they're blown. That's exactly yeah. what I hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, we, we, I mean, we're bummed you guys are not in the playoffs. We know we'll be back next season. More playoff games in the future. We're not worried about that. But are, do you watch? I know your brother's in the playoffs. Do you, do you watch hockey right now? Or when the season's done, do you tune that stuff out? I felt like I've watched more hockey in the last two months than my entire life probably combined. It's been crazy. Um, I like to watch my brother's games. Um, you know, he's actually playing great hockey right now, and, and his team's doing well. But, uh, you know, it's tough at the same time because you feel like, you know, you want to be there, you should be there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I guess there's a little bit of an educational aspect to it, but um, you just have that drive to, to compete and be an athlete and, and to be on that stage. So, you know, like you said, hopefully next year. Who are you rooting for, your brother, or he's playing your former teammate and former coach? Are you, are you rooting for family, I guess? I am rooting for family, but, you know, <laughs> it's good TV. Yeah, it's, good TV, it's great know? TV. Ryan Reeves is always doing something. Um, you know, Turk's always yelling at players and, and going on, but it's a good matchup. You know, they're tied 2-2 right now. Um, and like like I said, it, it, it's emotional hockey when it comes to the playoffs, and at the end of the day, I can just sit back and have some good TV to watch. How how tough was this season for you guys? There's a, You guys had a lot that you had to deal with how, how was it yeah it was probably one of the the hardest and most frustrating uh seasons of my career it's you know with injuries that's something you, you really can't control too much yeah. and um watching games from back home when the team's on the road is always probably one of the hardest things so uh just one of those crazy seasons where it seemed like nothing went right and there was always another injury around the corner um those things don't last so so next year Vegas Gold Knights will be back at it for sure. We know we will, and we are fans through the good times and the bad times. We always are supporting you guys. Uh, looks like you guys are going to have a new coach, though, huh? Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, I just found that out last week with everyone else. Um, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty unfair deal for, for coaches in the National Hockey League just because I think the trend right now is if you have a team that isn't living up to expectation, it's easier to get rid of a coach than a whole team. And, um you know, it's tough. I, I know Pete, he, um, he'll he find somewhere to land, and, and, you know, his coaching career is not going to stop anywhere short of here. So, um, you know, we are very fortunate to be able to have him for a couple of years, and I think he made our team better. Um, it's just uh, it's a tough part of the business. Was it weird when he first came in, though, at right. the Sharks, and you're like, I hate those guys. <laughs> like, was that weird? Yeah, it was weird. And, you know, everyone really liked Turk as our as our head coach before. And that was kind of the same situation where, you know, things you just don't expect are going to happen, happen. And um, I remember, like, the first week, I was like, I'm not going to like this guy. <laughs> I don't care what he says. I'm not going to like him. But I think he won all of us over. Oh, uh, he seemed like a cool guy. Uh, sorry yeah, to see him go. we've seen him at yeah. some charity events. It really, yeah. really seems like a really great He is a great guy. With So if you're the battle for Vegas, you're one of the coaches. Um, let's say Mercedes is one of your players, and she got up there twice. She struck out. She's up now third time. I wouldn't strike out, though. I know third time, though. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the queen. Third time, you got to give her a little pep talk. Bases are loaded. Mercedes' chance to win the game. What would you tell Mercedes? You got Carlson on third. Yeah. Marceau on second. and uh, Bryce Harper on Bryce third. Bryce Harper on, on third. On first. Yeah. On first, first. You know, I think she's going to have to take one for the team and crowd the plate and maybe take a pitch and just... <laughs> Get walked. He's right. He's right. Get that. That's a get good that coach. Running. That is some good coaching. You know, it just came to me. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. But... Mercedes, take the pitch that to the head. Is, I mean, 
That's that is great coaching. I softball yeah. for a long time, and I would tell them the exact same thing: turn your back, take the pitch, boom. That's bro. I'm thinking swing away. You got no. it. No. Get hit by the ball. No way. <laughs> Money ball walk is as good as they right? hit. Right. You know? A walk's a run. That's oh, you, you guys need to. I like your style. You guys are gonna win this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we're just gonna have to really base everything on statistics this year, and uh, <laughs> either that or cheat. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, those Raiders. They're like gigantic men that are hitting the long ball. I mean, I've seen those hits. They go over. There's a fake fence, the uh-huh. softball fence, and then there's the real fence, and they go over the real fence. Yeah, I think their team last year was was by far the best team we played against. But it was tough. They had like two tight ends who are six foot six in the infield, <laughs> and both of their arms are touching two different plates. So. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to get anything past Darren Waller over yeah. here. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just take a pitch. What do you think of the Raiders, like, being here? Are you, have you gone to any Raiders games? Honestly, I watch pretty much all of them. Um, I'm a big uh, red zone guy on Sundays. I, I sit on the couch for 7 to 10 hours and, and watch fantasy football and, and stay on top of that. Um, I haven't been to any games yet. Um, with our schedule, it was pretty hectic last year. It was tough to find time. Um, but I love what they're doing. They're they're you know, picked up Devontae Adams, and they're they're really trying to be a competitive team. Um, and I think the town really, really embraces it. Um, you know, coming here, it's you never really know what to expect. We felt the same way, and I feel like they, they've exceeded all expectation. Yeah, it's pretty cool to have them. Do you, do you, does the Golden Knights have a fantasy football league? Do you guys? We do, yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys call it? It's just Golden Knights Fantasy Football League. <laughs> What's your team name? I think it's Team Smith, like the super boring. <laughs> Who runs it? Uh, I did the last year. You did. Yeah. You were the commission. Oh, yeah, nice, Commissioner Smith. Here. Do, you, do you do fantasy hockey? Is that legal? Could you play fantasy hockey? I don't think it's legal, oh. but oh. but I haven't tried to cross that line yet. <laughs> yeah, just in don't case. go there. Maybe Ted, you're out on the ice, like, hey, I, you're my fantasy team, just so you know. <laughs> no, we don't want to do this. Do not get it. It's like, hey, you know, we're we're up by four goals. We'll give you one. <laughs> Help my fa- Do you play yourself in, in the video games? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I probably stopped playing NHL, whatever it is, uh, probably eight or ten years ago. I felt like I hit my video gaming peak of my career in college, and then everything's been, been a pretty steep downfall. But um, I have buddies back home who will play, and they're just like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, stop using me. There's other players. There's a 97 in Edmonton. Use him every time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your friends are brutal. Really but, tough. But they're controlling you, right? They're the ones con- technically controlling Honestly, yeah. you. I guess I have limitations of what I'm able to do. I wonder what your limitations are. I'm going to yeah. look it up on, on, on the game. I have it, and my daughter plays it all the time. I'm going to yeah. see. Oh, my gosh. That's what friends are for, right? <laughs> Honestly, I think one of the most frustrating things I ever had was, uh, I think it was my second year in Vegas, and I was going through a bit of a slump, and one of my friends from back home, he plays uh, fantasy hockey. He was telling me to pick my game up and like get more shots on that and more penalty minutes. I was like, oh. you know what? We're friends off for the next couple of weeks. Yes. I can't deal with this. Well, I didn't even think of doing that. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know that fantasy hockey is more important right now. Right. What song? Okay, you're, you're from Toronto. What song reminds you of school in Toronto? Going to school, getting ready. Your high school days. Man, that's tough. I would probably say like a Blink-182 song or something oh, like that. You know, I know Drake and Bieber are from Toronto, but they were almost like too mainstream at that time to, to really jump on board. Um, but yeah, I kind of grew up and I, I liked uh, Blink-182, you know, 
all the small things and things like that. Oh. I like those songs. Well, JC, we have a surprise for you. We have a surprise <laughs> for you. Just just because you asked for it right here. Here we go. There you go. I'm the Riley Smith uh, soundtrack of his youth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> grade 9 and grade 10. I, I thought maybe you go with Avril. Isn't she from Canada? She is, yeah. Now, honestly, another probably pretty good choice. Is that annoying when you... Oh, you're from Canada. You must like Beaver and Drake and yeah, Avril and, you, and Celine Dion. You know and everyone's <laughs> from Canada. Yeah, Heather, who's oh, working the camera. You guys are from Canada. You guys yeah. know each other? Mike Myers, Jim Carrey, we're all... <laughs> yeah, we're both... Pam Anderson? Pam Anderson, Pam Anderson. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're pretty close, uh-huh. actually, yeah. The Thicks, Alan Thick, may rest in peace, but the Thicks are from yeah. Canada? Oh, my God. Yeah, they usually all come over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you in Canada Day? What's the big celebration up there? I mean, we got Canada. We do have Thanksgiving. We pretty much have everything here. <laughs> do, okay. <laughs> you have the same stuff up this there. This is why I love having you guys in studio because you guys are so funny. And you don't realize that when you're on ice because, you know, you just look mean and angry. And someone texted us earlier said, I, Riley's my favorite player because he's the only one that I can constantly uh, mouth, see the mouthy F word on the ice. Yeah, that's, I probably got to get that out of my game right now. But sometimes emotion takes over. <laughs> so funny i love it okay um i know you got to go but there was one other question i wanted to ask what was it oh oh when you found out you were coming to vegas that inaugural season what did you what did you think of this town before and what do you think of it now so i had only been to vegas a week prior to the uh, expansion draft and it was for my brother's bachelor party mm-hmm. so i came in for three days flew in flew- <laughs> out on the ice <laughs> and but it ended up being such a blessing. I came down, saw that, you know, there, there's so much more to Vegas than just the Strip and um, really fell in love with the community, the people, everything around it. Th- th- it's it's unlike any other place, isn't it? Yeah. You don't I thought, know until you're here. I thought my career was going straight downhill. I was like, I've been there for three days. If I do that for four more years, this is not going to work for my hockey career. But it, it was so easy to transition and and. You know, we live out in kind of the suburbs, and it, it's uh, it's beautiful. The weather here is is, is immaculate, and um, you know, I couldn't ask for a better place to be able to play my career and hopefully finish my career. Dude, well, we love you, man. You're awesome. We want to keep been a lot here. of fun. Yes, um, Battle for Vegas third annual charity softball game. It's at the Las Vegas Ballpark on July 18th. We're waiting for the official lineup, but we heard a little sneak peek on some of them. So you have the Celebrity Home Run Derby first, right? Yeah, I think that's at 6.30, and then the game will follow. At 7.30, and then fireworks even afterwards. Yeah. If you guys want tickets, you can get them at Ticketmaster.com. The website is BattleForVegas.com. And, uh, I mean, maybe maybe Riley will bring some of his Canadian friends since you all know each other, right? Honestly, yeah, who knows? <laughs> Get some Canadian sluggers down here to win this game. I know, all the stereotypes. It's terrible. <laughs> what the heck? You're Sorry. the best, Riley. Thank you. Thank you for just being a leader on this team, for making us so happy. We know you guys are going to come back strong next, uh, next year. And uh, congrats on being a dad. Thank you. That's thank you. so cool. Riley Smith. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> this is mixed. Harry Styles, as it was, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets for you to go see the new kids on the block. We have them in about seven minutes here. And if you're just joining us, you missed an amazing interview. Riley Smith, our Vegas Golden Knight, was here in studio. And that is one awesome dude. He was so great. Battle for Vegas, the big charity softball tournament. It's coming up. And uh, you can buy your tickets through Ticketmaster. You don't want to miss it. I'm going again. I've been every year. It is the best time. And uh, it's for a great cause, too. I, I, I just, 
I loved having him in studio. He's so funny, and you just don't realize that when they're on the ice and they're like in game mode. And he was so he was cracking me up. His coaching, he was telling us his style of coaching, and I love the scenario of the bases are loaded, Mercedes is up to the plate. What do you tell her to do? I'm thinking swing away. Take the hit. Crowd the plate. <laughs> Crowd the plate and take a hit. Come on now. I mean, that's how. That's a real coach right there. It really is. He's just. He's a sweet guy, funny guy. I'm a. I've been a fan, but I'm a huge fan of Riley Smith right now. He was great. <laughs> you got to um, check it out on the podcast. If you missed the interview, we'll have that. And then also, uh, it's on Facebook Live. We were live streaming. If you missed it, you can go to our Facebook page and check it out. If you ever want to get in touch with the show, our number is 702-364-9400. And we got a text here. It says, uh, hey. Hey, you guys wished uh, me a happy last day of school a few years ago, and now it's my brother's turn. Would you mind wishing Rome a happy last day of school to make his day amazing? That's from Dex. Rome, happy last day of school. Yeah, Woo! this is for you. Oh, my gosh. She's probably like, what is this? <laughs> is this from the 1900s? <laughs> <laughs> yep. 70s, 80s. Hey, it's just an old man singing about school being out for summer. He's not wrong. That's exactly the best way to describe it. But yeah, school is out. And um, we we asked on social media for for your senior shout outs. Who has a senior? And let's shout them out now. If you are a friend, a family member of someone that is graduating or just graduated, give us a call right now at 702-364-9400 so we can do some senior shout outs. Tell us who the senior is in your life and what are they going to do after graduation? Are they getting a job? Are they furthering their career? Are they going to some sort of trade school? Are they going to college? Let us know. We got some um, on our social media and you can call right now. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, this one says Gavin is headed to UNLV, their computer science program. So that's pretty cool. This one is from Wendy. It says my super talented niece just graduated. Her name's Logan and going to UNR. This young lady is remarkable. Uh, Lucky Lady 66 says, we are so proud of our daughter Madeline graduating from Coronado High School on June 1st and then proceeding to go to UNR in the fall. If you know her, you love her. This one says, uh, from Two Speeds, so very proud of my daughter Leona is graduating high school from the Academy of Arts, Career, and Technology in Reno, headed to George Mason University to major in criminology and computer science to one day be part of the FBI. That's an amazing school. Wow. Amazing school out there. And to know what you're going to do already, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just like, oh, gosh, I should probably pick something. Um, <laughs> <That's> a, I'm <laughs> going to do hotel radio 25 years later. Uh, give us your senior shout out. 702-364-9400. Natalie, good morning. What's the senior shout out you have? Are you there, Natalie? Hi, I'm here. Okay, give us your senior shout out. Uh, for my daughter Tatum. Oh, <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? I'm with you. I hear you. T tell us about Tatum. It's so so hard. Uh, Tatum is a senior and has um, graduated from Pace Lutheran, and. She plays soccer for the Heat and will be going to Cal Poly Pomona. Wow. wow. Congratulations, Tatum. <laughs> they just had their graduation this past weekend, right? Yes, yes. It was beautiful. How was it? How how were you? How 
How, how did you do? Oh, uh, yeah, well, she's our, she's our last of five. And just still the same as the first one. Oh. <laughs> Graduating from kindergarten. So it doesn't get easier. Mercedes is up. You're up next week, Mercedes. <laughs> You're know. on the clock next week. Natalie, you did good. You did just know that as hard as it must be, you did really, really well. Congratulations to all five of yours. And but that last one, I gotta imagine that's that's tough. I can oh. hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Love listening to you on my way to work every morning. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you so much, Natalie. Uh, yeah, get your sh- senior shout outs here. This one says, My oldest grandson, Atreyu, is graduating from Desert Pines High School. That is that the name from the Never Ending Story? Atreyu? Who oh, is it? It's a great name. Oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, he wants to join the electrical apprenticeship program to follow in his dad's footsteps. I'm gonna cry, you guys. These are awesome. Oh, TK Glasswoman says, Shout out to my oldest Ari. Ariana. Oh my goodness, I don't want to butcher her last name. It's a uh, Hawaiian, and I will butcher it. But Ari- Ariana graduating from Desert Oasis High School and going to UNR. Uh, this one says, "My daughter Taylor got a full ride to Hope College in Holland, Michigan STEM program. She graduated from Liberty High School and also played varsity basketball for four years from T. Oh, these are great. Keep them coming in. We'll do more senior shoutouts tomorrow." Uh, just I love hearing these. These are so great. These are so special. Congratulations to all the seniors out there graduating. For everyone just finishing school right now, you made it through the semester. You did it. You finished the school year. And that's like three or four UNR kids. They're all on our Instagram page. Maybe they can connect and have a little uh, Las Vegas powwow before heading up to, to UNR. Really quick, can we talk to Melinda? Yeah. Really quick, because I know Melinda. Hi, Melinda. <laughs> Hi, Mercedes. Give us I your senior. It's her, your, her, okay, her son, Jacob, goes to school with my daughter, Sophie. And Jacob's yeah, so talented. Yeah. Give him a shout out. <laughs> oh, my son's so proud of him. He's also going to UNR and he's going with his girlfriend. Uh, oh, we're losing you. We're in the same dorm, same floor. But um, I'm just so proud of him. I remember taking him to, to kindergarten 18 years ago. I'm just imagining. I swear. I looked at him today in the car, and I said, "Do you remember the day when I took you to kindergarten?" And today I took a picture of him, and he was—he was all annoyed with me. But I said, "I don't care. Give me the picture." Oh, you guys are gonna make me cry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Melinda, I'm gonna give you a big hug at graduation. Okay. Thank you. Yes, I'll look out for you. Thank you very much. All right. I'm so proud of Sophie, too. I saw all the accomplishments as well, and I'm so proud of these kids. They're they're amazing. Thank you. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm going to, like, lose it today. This is amazing. Wow, what a special moment. laughing so hard with Riley to, like, crying out of happiness. Just, oh, so many great things happening right now. Right, and it continues, because we're looking for caller 20. You're sitting there, you got your phone, you want to play heads up. Give us a call, 702 Three six four ninety four hundred. Your caller twenty. You're playing, and it's a great prize. We have two tickets to New Kids on the Block at Michelob Ultra Arena. We would love to show, send you to that show. It's happening this weekend, and if you want to go, all you got to do is be caller twenty right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in sixty seconds, you're gonna win. Caller twenty plays seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, we've got our contestant on the line. It is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you? We are really good. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Woo. 
Yes, I think so. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, give you your categories. You've got under the sea, asparagus, or strike a pose. Which one do you want to go with? Oh, these all seem hard. Uh, let's go with Under the Sea. Under the Sea it is. Okay, so World Turtle Day is Monday, May 23rd, and, or was Monday, May 23rd. And so these are all different ocean animals, okay? Okay. Ocean animals. Now tell us who you would like to pick as your partner. I will pick you, Mercedes. All right. I was talking to Jennifer off the air. First time playing. So Jennifer... Oh! First timer. Beginner's luck. Yeah, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You'll go see new kids on the block, and you start now. These have, like, five legs, and they uh, are, you, no, five, and they you put hold them in your hand. Oh, it's starfish. Yes. Um, these have, this is what Jaws is. Uh, sure. Yes. Um, these are really cute, and they go, and they, they, they're, they're friendly. No, they like uh, uh, they like pop out of the water, and they're like they're like at Sea World too. Yes, um, this is a, a fish you would eat. It's pink. Salmon. Yes, this is um, they open up, and you find uh, yes, a clam. Um, this is um, they they there's electric ones that can shock you. Yes, you got it. Nice job. Now, technically, I don't think salmon is an ocean um, animal, but still, we'll take we'll it. Take it is a fish. Yeah. But, you know, you you just won. Congratulations, Jennifer. Yay, awesome. Nice. You. Well, job well done. First time Winners Club, Jennifer, and you're going to go see New Kids on the Block, Michelob Ultra Arena. That concert is Sunday night, and if you want to see New Kids on the Block, we'll have more tickets, the New Kids tickets, tomorrow morning in the 6 o'clock hour. Mix 94.1. It is 8.49. Wednesday morning? It's Wednesday morning, isn't it? Yeah, this week. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. This uh, this morning has been like a craziness. We had Riley Smith on the show, and uh, he was fantastic. If you missed that interview, it'll be on the podcast later on this morning. So, JC was just telling me off the air, and I told him to stop because I didn't want all, all the details. I'm like, let's talk about this on the air. Uh, about a red flag that your your friend saw in someone she was dating? Yeah, would this be a red flag to you? So, a friend of ours, is, is, I mean, a friend of ours, I say Laura and I, but she's in the equestrian world with Laura. And she's dating this guy, long distance. They just started kind of hanging out. He lives in California. They're in Temecula, California right now for a horse show. He came to visit her. They went to lunch yesterday. And apparently they ordered some food. His food arrived first, and he didn't wait for her food. He just started to eat his food to the point where he was almost done by the time her food arrived. Would that be a red flag? To her, that was kind of an issue of, wait a second, he didn't wait. She didn't say anything, but he didn't wait for her food. He just started. It's a red flag to me. At least at least if you didn't, to me, you got to say something like, oh, I'll, I'll wait. Or if she says, no, go ahead, I insist. But his food apparently just came down. The server delivered his food, and he just started eating, didn't wait for her. Uh, that to me is a red flag. What do you guys think? Like eating before or I mean, it's one thing because that's happened to me several times where I get my food first and then they'll say, oh, no, please start. I don't want your food to get cold. And even then I still kind of wait a little bit. Um, and I do the same thing. If if I don't have my meal there, I'm like, please, you guys start. I'll be fine. Then if you've if you've been given the go ahead, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like he just went in just 
Yeah, I think that is a red flag. That's what I thought, too. And that's, she kind of feels the same way. What are some other relationship red flags? Little signs like that, because th- th- to me, that's a big sign. It's c- common courtesy, I think, to say, like you said, Mercedes, that you sit there and wait. And if you're the other person, like, oh, no, go ahead. You have, you have my permission to eat. It sounds silly, but to me, that's the thing you do. Like, no, don't wait for me. I'll, I'll be fine. Or maybe he, if, he, if he was almost done, why didn't he go check with the server? Like, hey, my date's food. Is it on the way? What's going on with my food? Multiple red flags, actually, in that situation now. That's a, that, what are other red flags? 702-364-9400. Um, for, for me, I think this is just a red flag with anyone, uh, a, a friend, uh, someone you're dating, whatever. If you like something and then they like tell you what you like is really stupid. <laughs> like It's one thing to not like it, mm-hmm. but like to just make them feel dumb for liking it. I, I've seen that several times where... Um, someone will say like, oh, like I'm a big fan of, I don't know, knitting. Knitting is dumb. Why do you do that? It's like, why would you say that? Yeah. If they're, they just said they're a big fan of it and you're telling them that that's dumb. Like, why? You you could be like, oh, I don't knit. I don't know anything about it. You don't. And that's not even saying, oh, it's great. You're You're not lying. Like, why do you have to just say it's terrible? Insult what they're into. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a person red flag. It's joke around, like, oh, someone's a, a fan of this team. Like, oh, they're terrible. I'm a fan of blah, blah, blah. You know, like, ribbing. But, like, if you just say that what someone likes because you want to be mean, I just don't understand that. Well, I, I saw it firsthand with sometimes a couple people with the BTS stuff. We first were talking about BTS. BTS. Me, 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 oh, my God. I still back get that. down. Someone, someone that we both know. It was like, I just don't understand that whole thing. And I'm like, you don't have to. And that That's yeah. all I said. I'm like, well, you don't have to. You have fun with that. I'm like, mm, I will. <laughs> Thank you. That is a person red flag right there. Why? Like, who does that? I don't say anything about your music. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you and I, we go back and forth friendly with, you know, you make fun yeah. of me for my rap and I make fun of you for your U2, which there's a funny U2 story we have to tell you guys about at some point. I can't point. wait to tell you guys um, this. But, but, but that's, you know, I still think that... It's awesome how you love them so much, you oh, know? Yeah. I never would be like, they're terrible. I was mad when they put their CD on my phone. <laughs> that was, I was not happy That was that. a gift to everyone in 2004 or three, whenever that took place. But it's music, everything is so subjective. Like going back to the, using the example of the knitting thing. Cool, that person's into knitting. Let them knit their hearts so their hearts content. That makes them happy. That's their passion. Who are you or anyone to judge what they like or what they do? Person red flag. Exactly. Forget a dating red flag. Per, I like that person red flag. What's a person red flag? This one says treat the waitress or waiter uh, well, hold doors, pull out chair, wait by the bathroom if I go. These are musts. Uh, this one says, why would you want someone to have their food be less enjoyable just because you don't have your food yet? I think it's just the polite thing to do. And I, I don't think anyone is saying I want your food to be less enjoyable. I think it's just one of those common courtesies that I was always taught. Like you wait till everyone's been served before you eat. I don't want... I don't want anyone to have their food be less enjoyable at all. And I'm sure if the, the guy would have sat there and waited, she probably would have said, oh, go ahead and eat. Yeah. It's just a little simple c- courtesy exchange. That's all. I want your food to be less enjoyable. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's what I want. It'll be great. I'll be happy if it's less enjoyable. Your sandwich is going to be cold. <laughs> Sit there and wait. And I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> we have the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? All right. Let's see. We are going to talk about... 
the oh, what is the best and worst season to be outside? Uh, a lot of us are spending more time outdoors. We'll talk about that. Uh, we didn't get to it last hour, so we'll talk about it this hour. A new poll shows women would rather suffer than tell their boss about this. And uh, interesting story about a man who ditched his job as a pastor. And wait until you hear what he became at the age of 83. I, whatever you're thinking, it's completely not that. I guarantee we'll talk about it next. It's Mix. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. All right, let's talk about summer. We're less than a month away from the official start, but that's really just a technicality. A lot of people are already pulling on the doors, like, let, just let it be summer already. In a new poll on seasons, people were asked the best season to be outside summer was number one with 38 percent of the vote that seems obvious to some people but isn't it isn't all sunshine and gentle breezes of course i mean we live in las vegas sometimes it's really rough to be outside Mm -hmm. uh people were also asked for the worst season to be outside and actually summer was the number one answer there too this time with 35 percent of the vote that's mostly because of allergies uh in the same poll 44 percent of people say they experience seasonal allergies and and uh, unfortunately, the survey didn't publish a full ranking of the seasons, but they did note that spring came in second as the best season to be outside, and it came in last in the worst. So wherever fall and winter falls, uh, that's up to us to decide. It's probably safe to say, though, that winter was the worst season to be outside. I mean, it's cold, but there's like snowmen and ice skating in some parts of the country. Not here, though. Oh, sledding was a blast as a kid to go sledding, build a snowman, snowball fights, build Forts. I was thinking about this last night growing up, and maybe you had some of the same issues in, in Colorado, but playing outside, we used to do it all the time, all summer long, just be outside all the time. But there were certain downsides and certain guarantees. Every summer, it was guaranteed I'd get poison ivy. I'd somehow end up in poison ivy and just uh, poison ivy all over my body. Just, just, just I just had a bad reaction to poison ivy. And also, at some point, there'd be a tick in my hair. My mom would have to inspect my hair and find a tick and pull it out. And once you pull that tick out, you would burn it and throw it in the sink. There was never any poison ivy where I grew up. I mean, is that is that a regional thing? Is there is that only in certain parts of the country? Maybe it's only is it only a northeast thing because it was brutal. There was also poison oak and there was like poison sumac. There's all kinds of poisonous plants and you touch that stuff. Some people didn't have a bad reaction, but I would I would feel it. I would be at home at night, my skin would start to scratch and look down and be all bubbled up from the poison ivy, be so itchy. Oh my god. And then you put calamine lotion on it to dry it out. That's I remember that stuff when I'd get mosquito bites Ooh. like we had so many mosquitoes in Colorado like it was just I was always and they love me. They love me for some reason. My brother, he'd be fine. I'd have them all over my legs, all over my body. I don't know what it was about me that they love so much. Did you guys have ticks? No. Um, and I'm sure in the mountains they did, but I never I never had any issue with ticks at all. Oh, I remember being in school sometimes, rubbing my hand through my hair, and a tick would fall out because of ticks. Ew. <laughs> I feel like I had them all the time. I had ticks. I had Lyme disease before Lyme disease was a thing. <laughs> That's, I had ticks all the time. Are you serious? Yeah, it was because I play out in the fields and the woods. I was a wild child. Oh, my gosh. And chicks were all over the place back in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that was not something we had to worry about. It was basically mosquitoes. There were bees around there. I never got stung by a bee, knock on wood. 
Uh, did you watch Bridgerton, the second season of Bridgerton? I, I didn't even watch the first one. Okay, I just had something pop in my mind. Are there we ticks in Bridgerton? No, like there's, a poison B, ivy? there's B. There's a, there's a B storyline. I'm just going to leave it at that. There's a B storyline. Is it like the Macaulay Culkin, My Girl, B? What? Oh, seriously? They revisit that storyline? His glasses. He needs his glasses. But wait, they go down that road in Bridgerton? What? Who said that? I didn't say that. Dang. Get out of here with that nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also this morning, let's see, what else? Um, Women would rather suffer in silence at work than admit that they are struggling with a health condition. Around six in ten women say they would not feel comfortable discussing topics such as menstru- menstrual cramps, pap smears, breast examinations, or menopause with a manager. Let's get our manager on the line. I'm going to tell him I'm having menstrual cramps. <laughs> hey, J Love. Uh, I have cramps. Can I go home? I bet he would let me go. He's very compassionate. I would talk. I would talk to him about it. No problem at all because I I know his wife and. I think he sympathizes with females and what they go through. And I think he'd be like, oh, yeah, go. That's totally fine. Very compassionate, man. You see it in everything he does. I'm going to just punch in some bosses. Just You say yes or no if you talk to this boss about having cramps. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Okay. I wouldn't just talk to him, period. He was the worst boss we've ever had at this place. Okay. This boss? Uh, yeah, I would talk to him talk about to, it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this boss here. Uh, eh. Not for not liking him, but I just don't think we have that kind of relationship. So out of our three past bosses, so far only one of them, you feel comfortable talking to them about your cramps. Yeah. Spelling is wrong, I think. We've had a lot of... Yeah, I talked to that person about it. Okay. Oh, um, um, how about this boss? Man, we've got a lot of bosses here. Dang. He was never our boss, was he? Be found between the first boss and then the oh, boss you would never talk to. Like he the, was the um, what's it called when they're the temporary the interim, one? yeah, interim, the interim program director. <laughs> uh, no, I would definitely would not have. Okay, and then uh, last person. I don't think he was a boss, but he may have been our assistant program director. <laughs> I don't think he would remember if I talked to him about it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy like weed. He's like uh, a lot. <laughs> Crabs. <laughs> he was the biggest pothead. I he was have awesome. A solution for crabs. <laughs> <laughs> and this is before you could buy this stuff legally, yeah, too. Yeah, this was when it was uh, not legal. We had a dealer working <laughs> afternoons here at Mix ninety four point one. Finally, this morning. <laughs> wow, you named the day part. My gosh, this is years ago. <laughs> this was a decades long time ago, ago. Decades ago. Oh, finally, this morning, an eighty three year old man ditched his job as a pastor to become an adult film star. Let me repeat that, okay? An 83-year-old man ditched his job as a pastor to become a an adult film star. And now he says that sex can actually help bring people closer to God. Five years ago, he made the career swap and he believes that intimacy should be treated as a joyous part of spiritual life. The man had been married for to a woman for nearly 30 years, but eventually he actually realized that he was gay. It took him another 20 years to come out publicly and express his sexuality through adult films. He made his movie debut in 2017. Uh, the man says he plans on to keep starring in erotic films until society removes uh, sex negative norms from its vocabulary and um, I don't they don't have his name, so we can't like I'm IMDb him, but can't. I have his photo. Oh, uh, I'm not sure why. 
Can you see? Can you Google like eighty-three-year-old? Because there's weird stuff oh, on yeah. your computer already. So I, I, <laughs> I see him here. He looks like your neighbor. He looks like like, like uh, specifically my neighbor. He or? does. <laughs> I don't have any neighbors that look like him. Or are you just saying like in general your neighbor? It looks like you'd see this guy walking around your neighborhood, maybe raking some leaves or something. Look yeah, this guy. Do, do they give his name? Yeah, um, eighty-three-year-old pest. Um, actually, yeah, uh, Norm Self. Norm self. That's that's a very like I don't know, it just speaks volumes. Like the, be your normal self. I yeah, like that. But you were talking earlier about people the the great uh what was it called? People leaving their jobs. Oh, like the The Great Departure or whatever. The great exodus or yeah. whatever they're doing. So he, yeah. That's what he did. He realized what his life calling was and he went for it. Good for Pastor Norm Self. Norm Self. I love that name. I, I hope oh Riley Smith and his wife are having a girl. I was like, I hope if they have a boy, they name him Norm <laughs> Self Smith. <laughs> uh, that was the last one, yeah, right? That's All right it. There we go. Broadcasting live from the 